Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 341. This is Russ, and with me is Daryl and Aaron. How you doing? Hey. Hey. I think Mr. And Chubbs. Chubbs will be joining us soon enough. Yes. I know. It's starting to seem like every time Chubbs on, I'm not on. And then <laughs> I want he's not on. Have you ever seen the two of you together? The answer no. to that question is yes. <laughs> I have. Oh, um, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's a stunt double. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> Daryl just paints himself white. <laughs> I'm the same person. <laughs> it's like that movie White Chicks, but way, way, exactly. way, pr- way prettier. <laughs> uh, all right. So a lot, lot to, to talk about this evening yeah. or the, this episode. Uh, a lot happened in the actual episode itself. So there'll be a lot mm-hmm. to talk about. Um, a couple things real quick on the news front. We got a little, I don't know if you guys saw the little, like, 10 15 second snippet on the anthology show where it's <laughs> yep six episodes um there's that funny bit with Parker Posey where she like pulls her hair aside so she could get bit by a walker so that'll I'm sure there's there's something to that I, I'm fully looking forward to the idea that that's like the beginning of that episode and she it's Parker Posey acting as a zombie for the rest of the episode yeah yeah <laughs> uh so yeah, so that's coming soon. So we're get, we're getting little piecemeal uh, bits of of what that show is going to be. We talked a little bit about the whole uh, alpha thing last week. Um, on the remember how we had no Walking Dead, and then now there's like all there's this Walking, Walking Dead, Dead. <laughs> including like episodes that they just shot in secret, apparently that we didn't even know about. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Here. Yeah, it's just stuff going on everywhere. Um, on the lawsuit front. Uh, so Robert Kirkman at all, their lawsuit was kicked once again by a second, uh, appeals judge that basically said the same thing. The first judge did is like, you guys signed a crappy contract too bad. So sad. <laughs> um, <Right>. so Sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess there is one, I, I guess there's multiple layers to this thing. The, on the biggest portion about the whole profit sharing, um, self dealing part that that's that part got kicked in whole. I guess there is a there is an aspect of that that's allowing it's being allowed to go forward. It has something to do with um, act either acting in bad faith or or there's a there's a very minor aspect of that um, of that case that's allowed to go forward. But but the the bulk of it which is kind of the, the heavy profit participation, the definition of, uh, of, of what that looks like and, and the whole self-dealing that part got kicked. So, um, it, you know, I'm sure they'll appeal it again, but, um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't look like they're going to get much. Out. I don't know. I don't want to keep going on the, the legal debt on AMC, but the, yeah. the, um, 
they can they can just keep appealing like that's how it works <laughs> well once you get to a high enough judge right so it just like uh, i mean eventually i guess you could appeal it all the way to the supreme court i was they, gonna say it's like so it, yeah. this is actually going to the supreme court it's possible <laughs> I mean, robert kirkman versus amc about fucking residuals <laughs> yeah yeah when you got money to pay a lawyer like that you can keep going yeah yeah they can keep like going. i'm sure i know it's like his their people like it's not like robert kirkman like constantly slamming his hands on his desk like oh my right. god you get this money but like i, I get it but it's still it's like oh boy like this is, this is such a long extended thing for them to have to deal with and i don't know maybe they're just hoping that the, again on appeal they'll get a judge to see it their way maybe they're hoping that amc will just be tired of getting this drug out i mean especially after they settled with darabont but the terms of darabont's contract were much much different um right while he sits on his 200 million and the rest of them are kind of left with mm-hmm. left with nada yeah it's just sad because it's just sad because, like, I already don't watch Talking Dead at all, but, like, it would be nice to know that, like, Robert Kirkman's a consistent presence as far as talking about the show that he, you know, <laughs> he pioneered. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I don't, I don't hear him interview and talk about it. He never tweets nope. about it. I no. don't think he's in the writer's room. Yeah, he's never on Talking no, Dead he, anymore. No, he's, he's not working on the show at all, I would yeah. assume. I mean, beyond, beyond maybe like giving a nod or something every now and then. But mm-hmm. And I get it. And it's not like he's not busy. He's got like, what, six other running comics going right now. Yeah. Invincibles on Amazon. Like, there's plenty of things he's doing. But He's got six comics? I don't know. He, he's got he's got a few. He's got Invincible. He's got fi- or, sorry, Invincible's over Firepower. That other, what's that other one? That sci-fi one. Um Whatever he's got a few. He's got a couple. He's got, well, he's, he's not Skybound is doing going on. Yeah, and Skybound's <laughs> doing stuff other than his stuff, right? I mean, he's, yeah. you know, he's yeah. I kind of thought he kind of whittled down on the comics he was doing besides Firebreather, and then working more on the um, producing side of you know comics. Yeah, no, like, yeah. Exactly. I mean, regardless, it's he's busy. Like yeah. he's got yeah. stuff oh, on his cool. plate. He's got you know, his, his plate is full. <laughs> like, yeah, he's not, he's not. You know, he's not. He's not sitting there looking over drafts of the world beyond and being like, "Oh yeah, good stuff, guys. Keep this going." Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah it's just funny how you know. Again, in the beginning, he was just so involved. He was in the writers' room. He yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And, just, and he's a fu- he's a fun presence. So it's like right. it's a shame that he can't be on like. AMC's, you know, uh, kiss our own asses hour with Kiss Hardwick, so we can like talk about the show that he's a big part of or yeah. was a big part of. I'd be curious to see if when they end it, like when the show ends, if he's on like that last episode or if he shows up for that last portion to to kind of if, send it if, off. If, if, if J.K. Rowling could show up to the Fantastic Beast premiere, I feel like <laughs> Robert Kirkman could do something <laughs> with Walking Dead on AMC. <laughs> you would think. Um, it's just weird the relationships that were broken since Walking Dead started to to now. <laughs> you know how well, many business you know, relationships are not. You know. Well, we are the Walking Dead, Daryl. Yes. I know. And this is not a show about family. That's the Fast and Furious series. That's right. Yes. We have to move on. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. I'm, dra- I'm dragging this down. I know. <laughs> What's wrong with you? So we'll see how we'll, more to come. I'm sure at some point yeah. when we talk about the Daryl and Carol spinoff, we'll 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 bring this up again. Um, the last piece of news is funny enough. We finally got to the bottom of Dead in the Water as it premiered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got all the details when it actually showed up to watch. Yeah, like a day before we got a clip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it all dropped on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, here, I can I can explain it real quick. Yeah, uh, well, well, first of all, I'll I'll, I'll, note, I'll note this. So it's it, we some of us have seen it. Chubbs is like literally watching it right now. Daryl's seen it. Russ has not yet. That said, we know the listeners may not be in, up on it as well. So the plan right now is that we're going to talk a little bit about it just to, to give you an idea of what it is. Uh, but then next week or whenever we have to, because there's a lot of stuff going on, <laughs> we'll eventually talk about the the epic that was uh, Walking Dead, Dead, Dead in the Water AMC. <laughs> Or AMC Digital, sorry, oh. uh, but uh, but essentially, yes, it's a digital exclusive, much like the other like uh, what mini episodic things that they've done in the past. Uh, this one, I think, is specific to AMC Plus. I don't know if you can just go to AMC.com and like watch them, but what it seems like is this was a six-part web series that was maybe going to be parsed out over time. But regardless of how that worked out, what's happened on AMC Plus is they just strung each of those parts together and do one 41-minute episode that you can watch on AMC Plus right now. Um, it does go over this whole sub thing that happened on right. Fear of the Walking Dead featuring Nick Stahl's character. It's basically a prequel to his character's story within Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's more we can talk about later on. But for now, if you want to watch this, this submarine-based uh, mini uh, mini series of Walking Dead episodes. Uh, that's right now up on AMC Plus. Cool. Yeah, we will definitely figure that out. Again, we have a t- two episode premiere next week for Fear, um, and there's a lot going on with this episode of the regular show. Yeah. So it may be two weeks before we get to talk about this. So plenty of time to give it a watch. Uh, again, it's like it's 41 minutes if you watch it straight through. So very strange, strange set of circumstances. Spoilers. Yeah. They blow up the world with the submarine. <laughs> yeah. And it's done. All right. So we're going to get right into it with um, episode 16 of season 11, Acts of God. Get my notes out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh from SNL, the news, the weekend update. Who, uh, Dennis yeah, Miller. Going who's going to read who's live? We're going to do that one. Dennis Miller with his paper. They jumped on that quip there, Russ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are quick on the draw tonight. All right. Hello, Rich. Hey. There we go. There he is. All right. Jumping into it. So episode starts, there's locusts flying, locusts, I guess locusts. Loci? Loci. Locusts, yes. Locusts. <laughs> Bunch of Insects thing. Loch, lochi. Yes. Those things. They're everywhere uh, surrounding yes. the hilltop. And apparently Lance has had a very bad night. Um, because yeah. He, a little bit. He, he looks pretty worse for the wear. Um and he's stepping in his dead soldiers and we get a, uh, that's, that's our, our very quick, uh, short cold open. Haven't had a cold open this, this short in a, in a while. And uh, it's quite jarring. Like watching yes. like the imagery there. It's like, well, something bad happened. I don't know what, you know, and the episode only kind of fills in the gaps on this as far as the context, but yeah, it's almost it's like, like this is judgment day. It's evil. I, I thought, yeah, yeah. It, Especially because like the next thing is like 19 hours before Act of God, and I was like, "Yeah, well, clearly, clearly something huge has to happen at the end." I was like, "Oh, yeah. things happen, I guess. <laughs> I guess where it goes." Yeah, is yeah. Nineteen. 19- yeah, actually, mm-hmm. just migrating an Act of God. 
I I, mean, I mean, well, the, the well. locust the locust is amazing as far as they like. We like I like going over the show's symbolism and how obvious it is, but this one's like I feel like the AMC came into my house, walked up my stairs, and hit me with a sledgehammer with the locusts. <laughs> I actually had a problem with the way they presented the locusts, but we'll get into it. Locusts don't do that. No, it's just that they went out of their way to extraordinarily point out every time, oh, there they are. Like I'm telling you, yes, it's that it's a lack of subtlety. Yes, that's exactly what they did. Yeah. It, it's like we could have picked up. We have ears. We could have noticed what was going on. We didn't need to have them go. Oh, look. Wow. Look at that. It, it is pandery. I don't disagree with you, but it's not just like the like the boldness of being like, yeah, the Commonwealth. Don't you get it? They're like a swarm of locusts. <laughs> like, yeah, thank you, Joe. It's great. It's just that it's it's like you know they they pick and choose times to ram things down our throat, and yeah. sometimes it just doesn't make sense. See, I didn't even think of that. Well, like for that. me, for me, there was no payoff. Like, I kept yeah, waiting no. for them to like completely Actually. ravage everything or like overwhelm everybody you know anyway the only the only real payoff is the fact that because of their noise it was hard for those hunting each other to hear sure but other than that it was like okay you see i thought of it as just change there, there's just a major change coming. That's what I. Change. To me, that's it's similar. I mean, it's, it's I mean, it's the, similar. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even yeah. think of the locust. I mean, it's yeah, it's obvious. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah even the Commonwealth is literally swallowing up communities. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah it's a locust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just so used to that imagery, especially in any kind of movie that has a church. You know that. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Center. I just kept the church or something like that. Yeah. I just kept wait, waiting for Maggie to say to Lance, um, you know, let my people go. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you, it, it can't not be hilarious that this is the same that they played, what, like Ten Commandments on TV also. It sure did, didn't it? <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. yeah, used to, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, is it, no, that's next weekend, isn't it? No, they played. They played no, it this they weekend. Played it. Oh, they played I, I know. It. Okay. I know Easter and Passover are next weekend, but they played it this weekend. So. They did. Weird, yeah. yeah. It's just really funny. <laughs> so there's plagues all over the place. Yes. Anyway, that's the first two minutes. Let's go on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So we come back and it says 19 hours and one act of God ago. Um, yes. Although it's called acts of God. So anyway. Um, Maybe what, what, 20 hours. Was there another one? I, I kept thinking that there were going to be like, okay, here's the, here's the plague of locusts. What's the second one? Like I kept, I kept waiting for, uh, I agree with you. And I, I'm having trouble determining what the one act of God was in this episode. Well, well true. you had Lance come out after the attack on Hilltop and he yeah. stepped in that guy's little mini river of blood that there's your next play. No, I, I get the, <clears throat> from a symbolism standpoint, sure. But act of uh, God is like, like, this is like you know it's 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 a what like a earthquake what's it called? Uh, yeah so something that's like literally changing the game for everybody and like yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, solving it. a problem that was there because yeah. of like outside our forces well when waiting. the yeah. wind when, when the wind blew a tree over onto my car the insurance declared that an act of god so yeah no but nobody blew a <laughs> nobody blew a tree on Leah. Yeah. it was just daryl shooting her in the face, in the face yeah. sorry jerry <laughs> 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 all right um so yeah so we start with uh, maggie and herschel and the crew at the hilltop and 
they have to leave because they know it's it's not safe and and Maggie's got to settle her scores and she needs to send Herschel somewhere where he's actually going to be safe because a hilltop is definitely not safe and Herschel's not not really feeling wanting to go but uh at first it made it seem like she was sending him some like they were going to be separated That's what I thought. Yeah, that's, that's what it looked yeah. like. Yeah. Um I even I was kind of like pre-filling my notes and and I I really thought that that's what they were going with is she was going to go one way. He was going to go another way. And my, and again, all that, all this has gone through my head. I'm like, she's really going to leave him again. Like she's going to go do this again. And it's like, no, they all, they all left together. So I'm like, okay, this all makes sense. I, um, it does make sense. And I, I like that the, it did enough to justify this. Like in the, like, I know we've kind of harped on some of the Maggie Deegan stuff being kind of redundant after a while, but it's like, yeah, this hat, the little episodes that they had together, this part of the season, Worked pretty well. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I agree. Just, things were justified. You can believably buy Maggie being like, you know, you're still an asshole, but like you're protecting my son, and your wife seems pretty cool, so I can yeah. leave my kid here. Like that's fine. And like, I mean, the breadcrumbs were thrown from other people too with her. Exactly. In terms yeah. of yeah. her being so rigid <laughs> in you know in decisions she's made that cost them dearly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it all kind of you know this is this is Maggie leveling up. And bit. and I'm assuming like this is probably the cast that we'll see for the for 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 Escape from Walking Dead when that I'm comes. Assuming. Out. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming that's yeah. the case. Yeah. Like it's got to be the wife and the and Herschel, right. and probably the rest of these apartment people. Right. And I did like I assume Lydia probably has to join along too. Like she seems useful in all of this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, God knows this show's not using her enough because she's very good. <laughs> the show's like, yeah, you can you can open she the door is. this I'm week. Glad, I'm <laughs> glad that they are gonna bring her. I, I'm, I'm, I'm making a lot of assumptions. It's just like, that makes sense to me. <laughs> it looks like that's where it is. See, going. I just thought it was going to be yeah. Maggie and Negan. Like, they'll be in the first episode, and then they run off and do their thing for five more episodes. But. I won't be surprised by that necessarily either, but it's like, if you're making a whole, you know, a spinoff series, yeah. you know, well, like, you and you, have, you have all these actors on contract, it just makes sense to me. I just think there's a lot of meat there, though, right? Like, these two... Yeah. You know, Negan was the guy that she had to battle, right, in groups. You know, they had to, mm-hmm. they fought for their lives, and now they have to actually work together to lead a group. Plus, there's stakes if you have these cast members. Yeah. If you have yeah. Negan's yeah. wife, if you have little Herschel, like, you don't know what's necessarily going to happen to them because it's all off book. They can't bog down into little arguments between the two of them because of issues they have when she has her child with her and he has a child coming. Like, they have yeah. to... You know. Yeah, the dynamics will be interesting if you have right. more right. people. Kind of changes things a little bit. Or it's a super cheap show, and it is just two of them. I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. Or, or just... <laughs> um, so Lance is splitting soldiers by the flip of a coin as to who's going to go, I, I, I guess, one way and who's going to go the other way. Right. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of tension cutting in this episode. Like mm, where yeah. we get little pieces of a lot of different things going on. Um, I think one of the pieces that maybe got, I mean, it, it turned out to be fine because I don't really think there's a ton to that side of the story, but I guess the, the one side of the story that kind of got the shortest shrift was, uh, the Eugene stuff, the, the things that are actually going on in Commonwealth. Um, and it, it's, yeah, <laughs> It it's you know again it's clear in this uh, this scene you know Eugene and Max are a couple and you know they're they're you know together um, which right. is which is kind of nice it was kind of funny because <laughs> Eugene is basically doing the same thing with with 
with Max that he thought he was doing with Stephanie. Like it's totally the yeah, same thing. It's, yes. it's, which means that Eugene, for some reason, is the one getting the most action in The Walking Dead right now. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Who'd thunk it? Who, who had that? Well, he who had, had a that long dry spell. He had a long dry spell. Who put money on that in, in Vegas? Nobody. Um, I have a question. Did anybody else get um, Two Face vibes from Lance's episode, or was that just me? Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. My, at the end of my notes, I literally have. I, I, I'd argue it wanted me to have that, and I didn't get it. But I know it yeah, was trying to make me that. feel that. I, th- I think that I because I, I thought of it, but not because the show is successfully doing it. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, so then we come back to Aaron, Gabriel, and Daryl. They're clearing a house, um, and they're trying to find a plan. They know, like, hey, we've got to keep moving them in one direction, um, and they're worried that Lance is, is checking. So then they hear him on the radio. So they know Lance is checking in on, on what's going on. So all three of them get the vibe of like, this is going to go South. Like we we're, we're on borrowed time here that Lance is going to, is going to pull a move here. So we need to kind of be ready for it. Um, and then we, of course we cut back to Leah and Lance who are uh, definitely conspiring together, and the locusts are coming. Um, yeah, the focus in the air. Yeah, the funny thing with Leah though is what was odd. It was this strike team that's all dressed in black. For a minute there, I was yeah. like, okay, I, I was like, okay, are those remnants of Leah's group, or are they are they Lance's like private strike team that doesn't wear the armor like the rest of them? Like I didn't. It wasn't real clear as to who. Because, you know, obviously when we saw Leah last time, she was by herself in a tent, but I was like, I don't know, maybe there's some remnants of people she found that have this tactical gear. Uh, I mean, I, I just went with the fact that, well, Daryl looks like that when he's not wearing his armor, so right. that's just the rest of them. I guess it's Yeah, true. I didn't even think about it. And it's because it's like, it's nighttime, so they want to be in stealth mode. Like, sure. I guess that's the logic. I mean, it became, it became clear quickly, but... Yeah. I was just annoyed that Leah was back. I can't stand that character. Oh, man killing me wow uh, i mean I don't, I don't mind her i was pretty certain that this would be the last time we'd see her yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it though is it going. um so lance wants proof he he tells maggie uh leah that he wants proof maggie's dead like he wants to see it um that he's not going to just take it for granted like oh i you know, I shot her as she was running away and I couldn't find the body, but she's clear, you know, none of that business. Like Lance, Lance wants his eyes dotted and his T's crossed, which again, for Lance, good. That, that totally makes sense. <laughs> That's a good villain move for a yes, change. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Leah takes his squad and she heads out. Um, then we cut back to Maggie, her and her crew get to Negan's secret hideout in the woods. So again, this goes back to Aaron, what you were saying last week, which was, Duh, obviously, she's not going to hide Negan and his crew inside the hilltop. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we found it. Th- so this is like one of the whisperer hideouts. Like that's. Yeah. That, that's. Yeah. Lyd- Lydia pulls up, opens up a big door in the floor. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, this is where whispers. There's a whisperer. Negan calls it a whisperer wormhole. I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. Clever. yeah. <laughs> um, Maggie wants to go alone and settle the score. Negan wants to join and. You know, that that's when they get in this conversation about, you know, she's like, you know, she's like you Negan says, you know, he doesn't trust me. And she's like, no, he, he doesn't. But I'm starting to. And this is when they kind of have the whole like, I'm not going to forgive you. I'm not going to forget what you did, but I can 
like we can work together and we can, you know, we can build some trust with each other, but that doesn't mean that, you know, again, sometimes you work with people that you don't like, but you're fine working with them. Like it's okay that you have a working relationship and right. you know, you don't, you, you know, you don't. Have and to, like to be, and also to be, uh, to be real, Negan is a great killer, right? He's, if yeah. you want to leave him with someone who can protect her son, he's right. one of those he's not people unusual. that's killed. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I think she's, you know, again, she's, she's starting to realize like, okay, whatever, whatever Negan's done in the past, if he's with you, he's with you. So he's going to, not to mention, I mean, it's gotta be going through her head, you know, that in some of the recent, um, events, she crossed the line a few times herself. She made some calls that she didn't exactly agree with once she got her head back on straight or got out of a situation. I think she's starting to, I don't think she'll ever forgive Negan, but I think she's starting to kind of identify with some of where his head was at. He just took it to an extreme version and did what he did. Now well, He's again, an ally, not a friend. Yeah. I, well, the way I see it is is she's willing to say, all right, let's look forward and go forward, but we're not looking back because if we look back, I can't forgive you. I can't be around you. So I think it's just kind of a fresh start that has some caution. Sure. Yeah. So the locusts are coming in. Negan looks up and goes, well, oh, shit, if that ain't a sign from the man upstairs, <laughs> uh, which is a pretty good line. Um and Which should have been the only line and the only time they referenced it verbally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we cut back to Daryl and them, and they're making one last sweep. And Lance says, "Okay, make one last last sweep here, and then head back home." And so Daryl's like, "Okay, I'll I'll lead." And Daryl moves to the front, and then when they come across this like abandoned junkyard kind of setup thing, and they start looking. And you could tell like the hair on the back of everybody's, you know, neck is starting to stand up because all oh, of yeah. the Commonwealth folks are, all those soldiers are, they're kind of like pairing up, they're lining up, they're looking at each other, you know, they're, they're kind of reaching for the weapons. And once Daryl kind of gets, gets, once he knows that the move is being made, um, you know, they kind of duck around and. Uh, and start shooting. And this, this is a pretty good action sequence, actually. Oh, this I whole shootout was, was pretty yeah. well done. I think it's an okay action sequence. Right. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I, I like it as far as it in the in its best moments, I think it looks very cool. It's uh, it's very much stylish. It just seemed really cramped. Like it seemed, there's a, there's, there was a lot of like, yeah. where, is somebody, where is everybody exactly? Like there was a bus that was a central area. So I'm like, okay, I kind of get it, but I, I was in and out on it. I was like, well, on the one hand, I like what they're doing here, but on the other hand, it's like just some wide shots, please. Like, like, like both. Uh, what's Gabriel and Aaron like take hits at one point? And then we just kind of like duck past that. Like it just did. Yeah, that, I I have that in my notes is like they were both hit, but they won't. And I mean, we're talking about like that's some high caliber like weapon. Yeah. Like this isn't like you were shot with a twenty-two. Like yeah, it's not the, some, not buckshot. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's gonna damn near take your arm off. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, again, like I'm not. I'm not trying to be down. It's like it's it's, no. it's a fun scene in, in theory, but like I've seen I've seen this show do like better. It's still like yeah, cool action scene gunshots. With, and this, I like that they're like stray walkers, kind of like uh, like yeah. moseying in there as well. Like that was fun. I think they but, did uh, a good job in the lead up, building up the tension. 
Like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, tension wise, I was into it. Like yeah. that, that, that worked for me. I, I think they did a good job on the setup side of it. Um, it didn't just kind of like start. Like you just felt mm-hmm. like, okay, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and then, and then there it is. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so eventually, Aaron, Gabe, and, and Daryl kind of get the upper hand. Um, this guy Romano that uh, that was kind of leading the charge. And the one that, you know, Daryl ends up like whacking him in the head a couple times with the butt of the, the rifle. And he's, mm-hmm. he's down for the count. He's, he's not getting, going anywhere. And, um, he sees the walkers coming up and Daryl's like, you, your choice. Like you can, I can just leave you alive and they can just come tear you apart. Or you can tell me, you know, where, where Lance is. Um, and so he opts to go ahead and tell Daryl, like, you know, they're within 10 miles, you know, 10 miles and this is where he is. Um, and then Daryl shoots him in the head and, uh, Lance comes over the radio and Daryl picks up the letter and he goes, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. And then Lance is like, Oh geez. Like now I'm in a real, you know, now like the body count for Lance just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. Yeah. And, and from his perspective, like the worse that is, you know, the worse it is for him. I, I think until the end, I think, I think he finds his way, his, his, his out with Pamela, um, you know, by the time we get to the end of the episode, but, but obviously he, he starts to see this is starting to go sideways for him in more ways than one. Um, back at, back at the Commonwealth, uh, Max is in Pamela's office. Cause she's like Pamela's right hand person, secretary type thing. Um, and you know, she talks to Pamela about, there, you know, the the ball or the the party they had. There was an overage in the fund and the amount of money they were able to raise by fifty thousand. And she wants to set up a scholarship. A scholarship. And, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, for under underprivileged people. Which again, it's so bizarre that they're taking everything in this society to to that to that level. But um, but Pamela's like, nope, sorry. Like any excess funds have to go back <laughs> into the back into the party for next year. It's almost like, no, sorry for tax reasons, we can't do that. I'm sorry. The money has to stay there, um, which again, I think just kind of reinforces Matt, you know, Max is, I think she's fully in on what Eugene is trying to do and realizes there's more going on. But when she throws that out there and Pamela just totally passes it aside and is like, no, we need more money for our crazy rich party. So, you know, we can be even crazy and richer next year. Um, like, I think that it pushes Max even more towards like, okay, I am fully on board with what Eugene and the rest of them are trying to do because this lady and these people are obviously extremely corrupt with, with that in mind. And I'll be, uh, if the show proves me wrong, like, cool, that's fine. While I don't think Pam is like innocent, I do think Pam's still naive. I don't yes. think that she might sure. know the full things that like Lance and everybody else is going, is doing to support. The, I think, I think she's more of like, in I have power, I want power, let's have sat classes and all that mode with that, but not like I'm secretly murdering people. I don't think she's in on that part. Yeah, almost yeah. like a let them eat cake kind of, you know. Well, no, I mean, Lance has gone to great lengths to make sure it stays hidden from her, so. Yeah, he's, yeah he's certainly not like throwing it out in her face and saying, yeah, but and I, she's you know. not looking too hard either. Well, remember, really he said them. in that one episode, he's like, I can't requisition 100 men. That'll be noticed. She'll know what's going right. on or something yeah. like that. So but then you got mm-hmm. Sebastian doing his thing, too. Right. So I yeah. Mean, there's, yeah, there's 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 that's why, again, like if the show proves me wrong and it's like, actually, she did know the whole time. Like, I won't be too surprised either. But like, but for the time being, it does seem like she's more on the, you know, 
not everything's always up to go, but like I'm doing my best as opposed to I'm so evil and I love being evil all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we cut back to, I guess at Hilltop, Maggie, Lydia and Elijah are kind of loading up and getting ready to, to kind of, uh, prepare for war. So just again, real kind of quick interlude with them. We cut back to the Commonwealth. Max is going through Pamela's file. She's left for the day. Pamela's like, or Max is like, um, yeah, I'm right behind you. And she starts rummaging through her files, looking for something. And Sebastian comes in and Sebastian looks like he's, uh, he's had a bit Strong. of a rough yeah. go, uh, <laughs> like either straight off a bender or, um, you know, coming down off of something, but he looks a little worse for the wear. Um, but he's, he's obviously feeling it too, because he can't get a hold of Pamela. So again, I think Aaron, to your point, it kind of mm-hmm. it, it kind of feeds into that because uh, because Sebastian is trying to get a hold of Pamela and and Max is like, well, I don't know, she's really busy, and you know, I can go get her, and and he's like, you can go get her for me, like it's it's almost like you know, I yeah. need an intermediary to talk to my own mother, like this is this yeah. is crazy, uh, which obviously I you know while Pamela goes out of her way to protect Sebastian, she also knows what's up with him. <laughs> Um, she knows he's not the best. Yeah, <laughs> she knows he's an asshole. Like, yes, yeah. she said that herself. I believe. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she's maybe you know, not maybe not to the extent of how much he's an asshole, but like she knows right. that he's you know no, nobody likes him. <laughs> right. Even Cersei cared for Joffrey. Yes, he's a he's a bit of a problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, so but, you know. Pamela's at least nice. It seems <laughs> it's not exactly it's yeah, not the mother yeah. of the year either. <laughs> yes, true, true that. Um, so yeah, so Max has the file. Sebastian's up knocking it out of his, out of her you know hand, and she she covers it off pretty well because I wasn't really sure what was going on here. I wasn't sure if he was fishing for something or if he knew that she was up to no good or, and it, it turns out he was just like probably half strung out and like totally oblivious to whatever Max was, was trying to pull off. Uh, I think for sure oblivious. And I think it's also a mix of, he, he wasn't looking for something, but like, you know, his spider sense is tingling, Yeah, but also it's like, I, I have no strength in this. Like, yeah. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not about to get into a fight with Mercer's sister. <laughs> like, that's not the thing I, that's gonna work for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I thought he just took the opportunity to just, you know, ex- ex- exhibit his um, authority, baggery. Sure. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. And, he's doing, he's doing that for sure. The second he yeah, walks in, he that's seems, like, yeah, he seems <laughs> suspicious. But he's everything that's happened prior to this. He just can't do much about it right now. He's not in a good place to do much about it. So back at the hilltop, uh, the strike team swarms in on the hilltop <laughs> as locusts approach. As locusts approach, um, and uh, of course they, you know, they see a, a light on in a room. They walk in, they open the door, and of course it's booby trapped. And most of of the hilltop manor explodes. Um, and oh, I was into that. That was fun to see. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously they hung around, waited for them for that to happen. And then Maggie's right. like, okay, we're going to pick up their trail. We're going to follow them back to Lance and we're going to, we're going to end this. And of course, right. Marco stands up and is like, okay, gang, let's go. And then uh, yeah. of course he's shot, immediately <laughs> shot in the head by Leah. You know, 
right when he stood up I, from the way the camera yeah i'm like he's dead shot oh, yeah. he was dead. about to take a bullet to the head yes he might as well have been standing in the middle of the road and let a car hit him like it was, yes. <laughs> it was just about to happen i know he might as well have said he's going to retire and yeah yeah i was just yeah he's, so, he's three days away three days away i'm gonna be happy um, and I and I was I, mainly I was waiting there to be like, what's his name again? G- good thing he's about to die because somebody's gonna yell it out. <laughs> and then sure yeah. enough, <laughs> remind me of who this guy is. Sure, sure enough, <laughs> Marco. <laughs> he did have that look on his face, like he was gonna yeah. just die. He did have the look. And of course, Leah comes out of the burning wreckage of yeah. the hilltop. Of course, she's looking like a goddamn Terminator. <laughs> yes, she very did, much, she very did. much. I liked it. Uh, and then this is where we get the shot at the from the beginning. Lance comes in. We're, it's 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 a, we're we're back where we were at the beginning of the episodes, um, mm-hmm. and and we find out that three of Lance's uh, guys were killed in that little booby trap explosion. So Leah purposely hung back um, because she I you know again she's pretty intuitive. So yeah, you know she thought that that would kind of draw them draw them out a little bit. Uh, like when, when when Lance questions her, she calls it collateral damage. And I'm like, that's another Arnold movie. Yes. Literally, is at it. She's got yes. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl only like the was only missing her. She said she would be back. Yeah, um, I know. Um, so then we cut back to Daryl, Gabe, and Aaron. Um, they're on the hunt for Lance. <laughs> she should have said that. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. They find a bracelet over, but they, they find the tent site, right? This is where, where Lance found Leah, and they find this little bracelet thing or whatever, and Leah's like, okay, that's Daryl's. Or uh, Daryl says that's that's Leah's. Um, yeah. And he, I thought this was kind of odd. It's like, okay, you're hunting for people in the dark over a wide area, and he's like, let's split up. We'll be able to find them better. And I'm like, how are you going to communicate with each other if you're splitting up? <laughs> like, that doesn't seem smart. Um but, well, he's Daryl, though. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's that's what. I, yeah. um, <clears throat> it was a lot. It was very convenient. Like, oh, yeah, let's get let's get everybody alone. <laughs> yes, extremely. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, Maggie splits off from Elijah and Lydia. Li- li- Elijah and Lydia are like, okay, we'll go draw them off, um, and and pull them away, and then we'll we'll meet back up with you, you know meet back up with you. So Maggie goes her own way. Um, then we're back at the Commonwealth and Max has the list and it's like Connie and Tracy and Magna are there. It's like a, you know, a, a welcome, welcome a old home week. Um, and they see the names and they're starting to correlate the names with the people that were, you know, disappeared or sent on Sebastian's little expedition or whatever. And there's some numbers by each of them and they're not sure what they are. It's some sort of code. At first they thought maybe it was like coordinates or something, um, but some sort of code next to each of them. And so, you know, I guess plot thickens here, right? They're trying to figure out, okay, right. we need to find out what these coded numbers are. We need to find out what that's on. That's about. Um, and Connie's going to write the story for the paper. And I was, um, I was on the list. I was trying to find um, uh, what's the name, Dan Fogler, uh, Luke, uh, on the list to see, like, what happened to him again? <laughs> is it? Uh, is he? Is oh, he alive yeah. still? Is he? Uh, oh, is he yeah. stuck in? Uh, is he stuck in the Wizarding World? Is that what's going on with his Wait, character? <laughs> There was an interview. What happened to the sister of the doctor? Uh, she's lawyering it up somewhere, just being all lawyery. She's just gone. <laughs> yeah, like I, she's just yeah. You become, now, yeah, like, she's I, there. I, I get that the show. She yeah, she had one up. She was in the party in that one up in the second yeah. episode. Uh, okay. She's but part like, of the elite. 
I, I get that, like, you know, it's a big cast. You can't, like, make room right. for everybody. But right. it's like, you know, like, yeah, that we've seen more of her brother <laughs> than, the, yeah, than one of the main right. characters on the show this season. It's it like, took me this okay. long to even think about her, really. But then we, I was get Magna, about, we get Magna yeah, back, who we haven't seen since the, you know, the Party Down episode. So, right. yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, Magna, Yumiko, um, Connie and Kelly are, you know, featured plenty but then like part of their group was dan vogler <laughs> like what happened yeah. to him they, <laughs> i saw what did it happen to him because i like him He's i saw good, i like him as an actor i saw an interview with him where they man and I, I can't remember the details of it but basically he addressed it um and was a little cagey about whether he would actually be back for for the final set of episodes so uh, i mean i get it you know you want to be 16th build on walking dead or you want to be third build on fantastic beasts i understand the choice you're making there but no, it's, sure. like, it's just the show's just like yeah he's just kind of not there yeah <laughs> the way they made it seem was like when he had cer- a certain amount of episodes to f- to film like the things lined up for him and then i think be- you know between covid and other filming and it, like that just kind of had the negative impact. Yeah, I'm of, sure. Yeah, yeah. On his schedule. Yeah, because I know. Yeah, the Beast movie shot during COVID also. So right. Like, right. I, I imagine going between London and Atlanta probably not the easiest trick. So. No, no, right especially when corner. things were a little yeah. ca- you know cagey and mm-hmm. they weren't really letting people move around. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So Connie's going to write the story, put it in the paper on what Sebastian did. They're not going to go full blown like. You know, they're, although based on the headline, it looks like they went they went for it pretty, yeah, it pretty like well. But um, yeah. and of course, there's a knock on the door. Everybody's freaking out, and Magnus like, no, 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 no. I, you know, it's it's okay. I got somebody to. And of course, in comes Ezekiel, and uh, he's ready to help. Um, and uh, he's he's like he's got his army ready to distribute the papers because they know like, hey, if we do this and we put this out there, we're all probably you know gonna be. Uh, you know, in, in a bit of a, a bit of a bind, although at the same point, you know, too, it's not like they could really disappear Connie because it's like, okay, the article comes out and she was disappeared. That's going to kind of lead, <laughs> you know, uh, well, this is, this is dumb. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is all of this is dumb to me. Like she has an editor that's our, that was like being mean to her about the party. Right. Exactly. Like the editor wouldn't even let her like print outside the press release that but, they gave for the party that went down. Like what's going do, on here? Do, but this almost seemed like this was subterfuge. Like they did this on the, like almost the way I took it was they printed their own edition and, and on the, on the second printing press available in the apocalypse <laughs> or, you know, did it at night. I don't know. I mean, if you look at it, it looked <laughs> did like it at, it's a daily paper. They're probably working on this all day. Yeah. Like, what, what, what is the free time for that? I don't know, but it looked, it looked like a mimeograph. Like it looked like, um, Google that, uh, anybody under the age of 30, go Google that. <laughs> um, <for> that. <laughs> it looked like a mimeograph. I mean, a little it was bit like of TV magic, Reddish right? purple. <laughs> I, yeah, I know you like, yeah, I know it's, this is really nitpicking and just examining something yeah. way too closely, but I mean, it's not like the show gave us anything else either. It just said like, right. well, but from the show's perspective, she works for a newspaper. An article came out by her. If you wanted to give us a bigger look at what the paper was, maybe they'll explore that next week or whatever. But I well, am questioning has- it because it's like, she has, she, they established that she can't just print whatever she wants to. So it's like, now she just has another paper. Right. Well, on top of that too, like, 
if it was just them printing a rogue edition, why did they need so many pages? That was like a full size. Yeah, like what's, yeah, what's in the rest of that paper? paper <laughs> that she, no, that true. Pamela throws down on the desk. That's yeah, what that I'm was yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. That's Maybe they, true. Just, they, just, they had a lot of comics they never got to print, so they put oh, all yeah. to, to, yeah. to fill it out. <laughs> but too, you know, they would have their own distribution method too. So why would they need Ezekiel to go through and and distribute? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Exactly. That's you see, it doesn't make any fucking sense. That's what we're getting at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's some holes there. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of holes in that. I mean, I guess they wanted to. I don't know. They wanted to. The the best I can think is they printed one page and they snuck it onto. They printed out that multiple times and snuck it onto every single newspaper and then distributed it. <laughs> that's that's the one way I can think of it. Yeah, working. I, yeah. It, or if. Yeah, or if Pamela came in with just basically like a pamphlet type folded in half thing and threw that down, like almost like a like a, stuck a bunch on of a telephone pole kind of kind uh-huh. of thing. Um, but yeah, no, the look of it, like you said, uh, uh, was it Daryl or Rick? Um, yeah, it was like a it was like a full on newspaper <laughs> you put on the yeah. table. <laughs> so yeah, I will just go with um, <laughs> if they had a whole issue and just a lot of family circus they wanted to put in the in the padded out. So. All right, um, but she—I mean, she could be disappeared the next week. I mean, Mercer was talking about that last week. It's like, why? Who cares about her? What they can get rid of her? Like, what are they gonna do? Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess after you put out a stunning expose and then you dis- I guess. disappear, what happened to that writer? <laughs> She's out on assignment. How I mean, long? Because I'm sure Pamela is going to do damage control and basically say how, oh, this, you know, right. e- either a she didn't know about it and she's going to punish Sebastian, you know, because she found out, you know, or. You know this. You know she she had no idea any of this is going on. Scapegoat somebody or whatever. So either she'll get her brother. That file was in her file cabinet. So I would say that she has to have some knowledge. Yeah, she knows it's her. I think that was the whole point of throwing it on the desk and looking at it like that. And she looked guilty when she did it. Like she looked like this is not a show about poker face. We've established that everybody looks guilty on this show all the time. (laughs) But I mean, I, I, I. I mean, they kept foreshadowing that something she's going to do is going to hurt her brother, too, right? Like yeah, but they focused, the- but the story was supposed to focus on what Sebastian did as far as going out to that farmhouse. So I don't think that Pamela would suspect Max of being involved because well, it wasn't the, it was, no because it was before no, no, that, right? No, but it I, was the it was because it was the party thing to begin with, too. Like because the um, the guy that took Max hostage. He got disappeared. That's what got Connie right. interested in to begin with. Right. That that's what the that's what's on that list. But I meant right? her punishment. Right, but that's not her but, night but, but when she said when when she said she was gonna write the story because they were wanting to go full blown, like put it all out there, list all these names, and she said, No, we mm-hmm. can't do that because we don't know what all this means. She goes, I can at least print the story about what happened to what what Sebastian. Got it. Did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the the scope of what she wrote about was was ne- was pretty narrow and just the hey Sebastian's running his own little private you know um, you know money mm-hmm. money fetching scheme so understood yeah I see okay I mean, I mean this a lot of, all of this is a lot of we'll have to wait till next episode to see right. like, the ramifications of this right yeah, my guess is once we kind of once things kind of go once we get back in the next third that obviously <laughs> there's going to be more emphasis put back on the Commonwealth because it'll need to wrap things up so I, ideally well, all in uh, all the president's men style plotting and tension yes. and what have you and no action whatsoever that'll make everyone really happy yes also <laughs> why didn't they not put more thought into what they were going to use as currency by using old U.S. currency, 
they can't have any stability. I mean, somebody could travel in from the West Coast that ransacks some bank or something, and suddenly there's their economy in the Commonwealth is tanked because there's just too much money introduced at one time. I, 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 I welcome that to happen on this show. I welcome someone with, like, you know, yeah. John Moneybucks goes from L.A. to the, to the Commonwealth, rolls up with a bunch of money, like the Joker and Batman, throwing it all around and be like, guess what, guys? It's me, Johnny Moneybucks. I'm, I'm, here, to fuck up, I'm here to fuck up the economy of the Commonwealth right now. I'm but, just saying that they didn't put a lot of thought behind that. Well, but look at how how draconian they are about letting anybody in, right? I mean, exactly. yeah, that too. If you come it's in, not Johnny, not Johnny Moneybucks though. He'll come in, well, speakers yeah, and balloons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come out yeah. With, with enormous balloons though, somehow out of the tunnel, playing yeah. the Prince music. It'll yeah, be great. Helicopter. Yeah, fine. But I mean, they, you know, obviously they're not going to let somebody in from the outside. You know. I'm going to start pitching the AMC Johnny Moneybucks and put a, ca- a desirable cast of people that <laughs> could play show. him. There you <laughs> go. Johnny Moneybucks. Johnny All right. If we have a princess, we can have a Johnny Moneybucks. I gave my name. I gave. I gave myself that name because I'm rich. There you go. Or at least a six-part miniseries. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 That's a better pitch right there. They're taking those. <laughs> yeah. The Walking Dead Johnny Moneybucks. Johnny Money Bucks. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Money Bucks coming down. Johnny Money Bucks. Where was he at all this time? When the, when the submarine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was in the secret treasury stash of the submarine. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's where he got did the money. Guys, did you guys already talk about the hunt for dead October? No. We're going. No, I, I, I oh, messaged okay. you. I messaged you, Rich. We're going to talk about it next week. Oh, okay. I didn't. Anyway, it was. Yeah, I didn't watch it. It was a whole a misunderstanding on my part. Um, all right, the uh, Walker what approaches. What? What are we talking about here? What's happening? Off the rails. Um, so Maggie's in the woods. A Walker approaches, um, and she lets it get super close, and then kills it. And then everything goes very quiet, like mm-hmm. very quiet. So at first, I thought maybe that I I thought maybe that Leah sent that Walker out. Mm-hmm. And then was waiting until like because obviously the walker's making noise, and then waiting for if it went it, silent, like okay, then she knows where exactly Maggie is. Um, that seemed like a smart thing the show would do, but of course it didn't. It's it just didn't like no, she's, yeah. she's just over there somewhere else. <laughs> it's like yeah. fine, okay, show we can so, come up with these ideas. <laughs> yeah, so Maggie uh, spots Leah. And in like a in like because you just said it was really silent and I'm like yeah, it's really quiet out and I was like paying really close attention because I was into it and it sh- it gave me a jump I was like fuck you show like, <laughs> 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 um, so yeah Maggie spots Leah she shoots once and misses she shoots again and and hits her um, which doesn't matter nobody no. nobody gets hurt by gunshots anymore yeah, yeah nobody gets yeah nobody's seriously impacted by high power uh, rifle. Fire, yeah. um, high caliber rifle fire. Um, Ma- so Maggie ends up f- finding her, and um, she she thought she kind of had the jump on her. She of course she rounds the corner, and oh, and nothing's there. Um, and of course she turns around, and Leah whacks her in the head with the butt of a rifle. Yeah, the old move away from the place that you think that they are. <laughs> yes. yes. On this uh, moonlit night, because I don't know what's keeping the light on right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how they're able to find each other in the pitch black in the woods. It's, it's the real full, full, real full, big full moon out there, I guess. Yeah. Not not blocked by the smoke from the building they blew up next door to them. Nope. <laughs> um, 
so anyway, she ties Maggie up to a chair, has her at gunpoint, and you know, at first it's like, oh, it's the Bond villain thing, right? It's like I'm gonna uh-huh. keep you alive instead of just putting put one in your head. But she makes a point of saying, like, I'm gonna kill everyone that you love. So at first I thought, okay, maybe she's keeping Maggie as a decoy to lure out like Daryl because obviously she's kind of got a, sca- yeah. a, a score to settle there. And they established it's the cabin that they used to shack up in or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they kind of have their back and forth exchange, and um, eventually Maggie's able to get free. Not so before that, before 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 we get to that, yeah, she goes her into it. But before we get to that, and and before we address how a mercenary doesn't know how to tie knots, um, the (laughs) the, um, you would think that she that one of the things she'd be good at this far into the apocalypse, having survived, is how to tie a rope. Yeah, or like hog tying, like get her on the arms and like there's, there's so many there's, bad day. there's there's so many easy ways to tie somebody up. I feel and that every show is like ah eh, whatever, yeah. but so because I, I was watching the um what is it the thing afterwards with yeah. Angela Kang talking about the show yeah and she was saying like these these two people they're just so angry at each other and they both have good reasons why and I'm like do they like are we supposed to like see what Lee is going through because as far as I know yes Maggie killed her people. But it's not like her people were like a struggling family. They were fucking mercenaries murdering anybody that they encountered. Like, yeah. there's no sympathy that I'm supposed to have for this person. She was part yeah. of the mercenary group that killed everybody, yes. else, including including Maggie's own people. Yep. Why would I care if she killed those people that killed her people? Like, yeah. there's no there's no one side is just as bad as the other here. This is bullshit. Well, I don't think that I don't think that that's what they were going for. No, but I, I don't. The show didn't make it seem that way. But no. but that's what Angela Kang was saying in the thing afterwards. It's like. Well, I watched it too. I thought she was implying that she wanted two people to to re- she wanted them to really be one of those. You, she has a serious vendetta. They both have a serious vendetta against each other. I mean, but that's not- clear. But she but she said that they both have valid reasons to be upset. And the and oh, <laughs> maybe I blanked it, it out because that made no sense. No, because it, it didn't make any sense to me. I was like, "What valid no. reason does the the murder no. psychopath have?" <laughs> like, yeah. well, like saying, you I wipe mean- out my family, and then I get you, I sh- I I get you back, and then you go, "Well, why'd you do that?" Like, that's, that's like not- that's like saying like Leatherface and the and like yeah. and Sally are like, "Oh, they're both equally mad because Sally no. killed a lot of her family." It's like, no, what? Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, it's like the whole storytelling trope of the villain doesn't know they're evil or they're doing wrong they're doing what they think is right and in her head in her psycho bad character head that i'm glad she's dead now um she she thinks that her vendetta against maggie is righteous and that yes i i I understand kang is right that they have both have good reasons they're just good reasons to them not necessarily the audience <laughs> that's that's so. fair but i still think angela kang's like doing a little gaslighting as far as trying to yeah, convince me that i need to that. believe in them both having and you, you know equal it. say in this i don't <laughs> think you needed it and i don't think she's a bad character i like that character yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't mind her. i think she had a that i mean she could know she did something wrong and still in her head still want to kill maggie very badly because she did kill her people like that's fine because that's it's more it's an issue if i have with having her only in like you know for this back half of the episodes or whatever right, this middle right. chapter it's like we only got literally what like three episodes like two episodes in like a scene so there's right. and one of those episodes was her being terrible then we had like the end of last week yeah. 
And so then, then this week is there's no like time for her to flesh anything out. It probably kind of hurt it because we didn't really see Leah being the one killing. You know, Maggie's people were just kind of dead, and then they were fighting the group, and the group was kind of wiping them out. But we really yeah. didn't see Leah be the yeah, because Leah and Daryl were dealing with their own right. thing for a lot of right. for most so of that time. That yeah. probably hurt it that you didn't. We they didn't have time or whatever. They didn't show. <laughs> Leah being more of the aggressor and she wasn't even in charge of them at the time. She didn't even make the decision. It was the other guy. Well, when AMC announces um, the walking dead, Leah, we'll get the backstory that we need. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> on a summary. Wasn't she the one that finally fired though, that battery of whatever the hell during that battle. Yeah, the what? The what? Yeah. 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 She did. Yeah, she, yeah. she launched it yeah. after, after, after she st- uh, killed Pope. Yeah. Right. I didn't think we'd get to say that word again. Thank you. you got Thank it. you, Chuck. Got a act of God. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> Put the locust away. Okay, so it. back back to this. He breaks yes. the she breaks out of the chair. They have a yeah. brutal fight where there's beating on each other. Yes. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Was great. To the point where like Leah literally is just punched Maggie in the face like four times in a row. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll I'll give the show this, even though I know that they have she has a spinoff series coming where right. she like had Maggie on her back and she was like saving Private Ryan style about the knife her very slowly. I'm like, oh damn, is Maggie gonna get killed right now? Yeah, <laughs> got pretty close. <laughs> yeah. It, it did get pretty close. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and of course she's she's trying to you know shove the knife into Maggie and um she gets shot from in the back of the head and of yeah, her face her face explodes we're like what yes. happened <laughs> sure did and of course it's daryl um and then kind of all hell breaks loose you know lance's people are coming they're converging around there um daryl shoots right through the window because lance is kind of in the clear at that point it's a great it's a great little like pot shot bit where he's like oh there's that guy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just Yeah. runs laughs> yeah yeah um and he of course lance is grazed in the side of the face and uh, Lance is like, all right, now we take it all. Um, right. And of course, our crew goes back to Herschel and Negan. You know, everybody's kind of kind of safe. Max puts the file back in the file cabinet. Pamela comes in with the paper, and the headline is "Milton is lying to you." That's that's <laughs> the the. It's like this massive. It's not even a headline. It's like down half the page. Yeah, it's you know, like, like block letters like arranged in a certain way. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. like across the top and down the side of the of the whole page. Um and the Commonwealth officially takes over a- Alexandria, the hilltop and oceanside. They they roll they unfurl like, the flags everywhere. Like Gestapo style like unfurl yeah. the flag mm-hmm. down the ultimate the king of the hill win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, they line the Oceanside people up, and Lance uh, flips a coin. And so th- this is where I say, okay, so Lance is just two faced now because he's he's literally has a scar on half of his face, and he's flipping a coin. To, I didn't even think about that. You just said it. The, yeah. the, the outcome. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> See, I, I feel like there's. I don't think it didn't run through their mind, but like in my head, I'm just like, it's not like he's like genial ever is just like, he's just always creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I mean, he just naturally, oh, that actor yeah. is very good at playing creepy characters. He's always been. Okay. And then they have that super cheesy shot of the, of the coin flipping up close. I'm like, okay, right. <laughs> thank you show. Right. Yes. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's where we end it. So two thirds down, one third to go. Eight yeah. episodes left. That's all we got. Um, 
All right, so we will give it our busters. So, Daryl, how many busters do you give this episode? Um, I give it uh, four out of five. I, I I did. I really enjoyed it. Like I I liked the battle scenes. I liked the the uh, the tension they they brought up. I mean, you know, a little heavy handed. Yes, <laughs> very much so. A certain uh, symbolism in the show. But okay, I guess I'm kind of getting used to that. Just as how they are sometimes. Um, but yeah, yeah you know, I, eleven seasons in, it kind of yeah, hammers yeah. that home a little bit. It is going to be what it is going to be, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Rich, yeah, uh, tagging onto that, this show it just lives up to the inconsistency that it has every now and again. Because how can it go for? I, I thought last week was a very solid episode to this week being just kind of a mess. Like there, I thought it. It just it, it just felt like they threw everything against the wall and what stuck stuck. Um, there were some good things though I enjoyed out of it. I did like the uh, Maggie Negan interaction, the brief one there at the beginning. I did like some of the action. I did like Leah's death because hopefully now we won't see her again unless she's a walker. Um, <laughs> they shot her in the face. I mean, she's gone. <laughs> well, I don't think she had much of a brain to begin with, so just saying. Wow. Man, I did not shit. like that character. I did not. I, I felt like they shoehorned they, I felt like they shoehorned her in when they brought her into that extra episode thing, and I just every time she's been part of the story i just i find i mean i'd argue it's not too hard again because they gave her an episode as opposed to just throwing her in when they met the mercenaries yeah, and and, and side, yeah. to have to have yeah. daryl be like oh there's that woman i know from when like <laughs> i don't know i still just did not like that Fair if you don't like it you don't like it i get it yeah i'm here <laughs> uh i i'm really baffled by where they're trying to go with lance's character i mean they make him out to be intelligent, but then just plain crazy and stupid and just, I don't know. Um, has he done anything stupid? I mean, crazy, what? sure, but has he done anything that hasn't worked for him? Well, I would say what happened at the Hilltop didn't work out too well for him. Well, uh, I mean, he, he, tra- he, he, tra- he, he, he did take it over, yeah. I mean, he, he, also, got the, he got the he got what he wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he took wanted. it over after they left it, but anyway... Um, I mean, he had elite just, commandos and a bounty hunter. Like, he made the right moves. I the just outcome, want to you know, know <laughs> why after all of these episodes we've had with him that they suddenly introduce him flipping a coin and they do it throughout the episode. I Like... They, had, well, they, had the coin the they established the coin earlier. They established that in yeah, the, the episode where he, where, he, okay. where he goes to Hilltop because he, um, he walks up to Maggie and Maggie's like, what's that in your hand or whatever? And, and she's like, oh, it's a coin. He, sa- he, was, he says something specific, like you got a stutter, you got like a nervous twitch or something. He's like, oh, it's a coin I have. Like they, they established that coin early on. Yeah, it's just that we've never seen him go through a whole because we haven't seen him do this. I mean, you know, like <laughs> actually use this task force to go in and and take over all these communities. Like he's it. full villain now. Like the the season yeah, building yeah. Him. But I also yeah. think that he's got some kind of weird going behind everybody co- uh, um, collecting c- comic book superpowers. Because first he has um, he's touching the Speed Force because how quickly he gets around from the Commonwealth to the hilltop to the all these places. Wow, he's got to have another show thing. He's got <laughs> he's got to have the Speed Force. 
now he wants to be two faced, flipping the coin and whatnot. You know, uh, I, Chow, I, I do think you break some of this as you're bringing in yourself, though. I do think like you're bringing well, some of your biases from watching other stuff. You're bringing in because the coin oh, thing was established. The the getting around fast. It's uh, not unique. It's not unique to him. Everyone gets around him. fast. Yeah, that's that's the show. Well, no, that's true. It's like the, the right. entire cast has the speed force. I don't know, but either way, there were some good moments in this episode. I just felt very disappointed by most of it, confused by some of it as far as some choices made. Um, yeah, I give it two. Aaron? Aaron? I'm at like a three point five. Like I, I, I hear what Ch- what Chubbs is saying. Like there are there's stuff that I do find silly. I think most of the Commonwealth stuff was silly. Like there's a t- like the Sebastian stuff. You know, j- jerks on the show are always entertaining to me. So it's like I hate this guy, but it's still like funny to see like, him like trying to exert some kind of power. But like the newspaper stuff, I really hope the next episode or the next premiere, whatever, that we get like a little more justification of what they're trying to accomplish with that, because right now it just feels like there's too many holes in what that plan's supposed to be beyond very obvious, like, spread the word about this thing, but like, but the mechanics of that, regardless, that stuff, eh, whatever, but the rest of it I enjoyed, I enjoyed, the t- like, we mentioned the tension a lot as far as the action goes and the build-up to certain scenes, and I thought that was effective for an episode like this that's focusing specifically on that kind of aspect of The Walking Dead, it's not a character heavy episode it's more of an action episode and it does that pretty well um i do like the negan maggie stuff i think that's worked itself out the way it needed to and even the final conference not aside the final confrontation between leah and maggie i mean that was effective like if you're going to have a showdown sequence in this episode it established why they needed to show down and then you know it, it works out the way it needed to where it's pretty brutal and then daryl shows up and does a daryl so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then it goes like full empire and it's like dark ending and everybody gets taken over. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I, I am intrigued plenty by what's going to happen in the final eight episodes. Uh, so cool. The episode did what it needed to, to get me, like, keep me, keep me satiated and excited for what's coming next. So three and a half busters. Russ, how about you? Uh, I give it four. I, I, I mean, a lot of criticism in, uh, in this episode. I, you know, I think that's just part of us deconstructing what's going on. But overall, I enjoyed it. I think they did a really, again, when when they can kind of tell multiple stories and and do it to where I don't feel like I'm bored or I'm looking at my watch. Like I literally wasn't kind of you know watching the time again with this episode. I think they did a really good job of kind of building the tension and um, and feeling where things were going. The one. The one thing, and I'm not going to beat it to death because it is what it is, and you need to be able to market things and and build you know um, build buzz for, for whatever. But I do think if we didn't know Maggie was making it to the spinoff, I think it it would have even built more tension for me in this episode because she was so prominent and had these speeches and oh I'm coming around on Negan like in it in it normally that means like oh you're going to die so. The fact that there wasn't a lot of stakes for for Maggie specifically, it it did take me out a little bit because I knew okay in the end she's you know she's gonna make it. Um, whereas again, if if we didn't know that, I think it would have helped a little bit with with some more of the suspense because you know again when you're down to the wire in the last few episodes of a uh, of a series that's that's winding down, like mm-hmm. you know typically anybody's fair game, right? You know you look at like you know. Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, you know, shows like that, like any, you know, in that final season, anybody's kind of fair game. So, 
but but again, I'm I'm not going to beat it up over that. It's just it's just something that that I was conscious of while I was watching it. Um, so yeah, solid four for me. I, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, I just I, I think it was it was a it was a good hour of television. So that's what we thought. Um, what <coughs> did the Facebook folks have to say? Well, that's a good question. And yes, we have our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash WDTV podcast, where you can see all, you can see the reviews that I post on there. You can see all the other things that we put on as far as trailers and stuff go. We, and um, there's, of course, our Buster ratings, our weekly uh, posts for everyone to throw in their comments. So feel free to throw yours in as well for any listeners that aren't doing that already. And here we go. We got a few here. Mike Jones writes, two Carolina Reapers out of five. As my wife said to me during this episode, we know Maggie lives, so it isn't suspenseful. I don't get all the investment into Leah at all. Is this Chubb's spirit partner? Her coming back was dumb and led to nowhere. Thank you, this, Mike Jones. Thank this, you. This season comes off like a plane with navigation problems. One week it's on course, the next week it's all over the place. I don't exactly. see any sensible resolution to this unless I'm totally wrong and the series ends with the downfall of the Commonwealth and that's it. Uh, Brent Jones a little worse. 1.5. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed out of five. They wow. spend half of the episode wandering through the woods just to have another hostage situation. Our hero magically escapes. Seriously, what's her name? Would have known how to tie a solid knot. Yeah. Felt yep. like an full episode to get us the Maggie trust Negan moment. And Daryl turns on the army guys. I mean, those things happen halfway up to the episode. It's more like half an episode to get us there, but whatever. Uh, oh, and the plot against the leader lady who's never on screen has begun. What fun, I guess. I don't know. I mostly don't know what they're even talking about, aside from the douche kid getting folks killed for cash. Uh, two-thirds of the way through, and I'm more disappointed than excited. I'd like to ask more. I'd like to add that I'm tired of seeing the group so scattered. I really miss the era when the group was together, be it on the road or prison or versus Negan versus the crew on screen together is better than in little segments. And while I enjoy seeing the teams trusting each other over anyone else, I just miss the groups being together. I have a feeling the next batch of episodes will probably bring them more together, especially with, you know, so. less, with less COVID restrictions. That'll probably help us soon. But you know, we'll see. Uh, Richard Cherry, Top of Cherry, and <clears throat> Yeah, he writes, uh, two, I hope the actual finale of the whole series is better out of five. Two-thirds yeah. of this episode felt like it was people just walking around in the woods in the dark. For a mid-season finale, it wasn't the best. I didn't get this feeling of, like, did everybody see a lot of woods walking in the dark? I, I, yeah. I, I, I thought guess. I was watching Lord of the Rings at one point. I'm just telling you, there was so much walking in the woods. I mean, those woods are rightly lit. Um, but anyway, Eric Jackson writes three two-faced wannabes. Out. Everybody knows yeah. what Rich is thinking this week. Wow. <laughs> uh, enjoyed some of the action sequences. While I get why they need to do a little coverage of what's going down in the, in the CW, in the Commonwealth before the break, I wish they figured out a way to get into it in a different episode and keep kept this episode centered only on what's going on outside the Commonwealth. Ending, I don't disagree. Ending, uh, but we need something, I guess. Ending of Leo's storyline was a letdown. It had all the abruptness of that South Park episode where the Lincoln statue in D.C. came to life and the super best friends constructed a giant John Wilkes Booth who then shot Lincoln like four seconds later. But at least that made me laugh. <laughs> that's not even like a near, like that's, that has to be like 10 years old ago that's, with that's so, South cut. Park. That's a deep South Park that, cut. Yeah. I remember that, and that's yeah, that. Your comment made me laugh, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying that's what they had to get a Robert Smith from the Cure to be because I go way back. All right, 
Last one here. Kevin Berry writes, three, I did not love it and I did not hate it out of five. I enjoyed Daryl, Aaron, and Father Gabe's sequences and watching Lance slowly lose it, but I was a little let down by the Leia and Maggie battle and how quickly Leia was brought back and then killed off so easily. I did, I really did enjoy this section of the episode, but I am getting worried that there is a lot that is going to be jammed into the final stretch, especially if there's going to be some sort of connection to the CRM, Rick, Michonne, etc. I should note, I, Russ, I didn't post this, or I don't think I did. Did I? Did I send it to you? It's, it's about the movies, or like it's rumors involving the movies. Am I there? You still there? Uh, I saw. Uh, I, no, I, I saw I a thing that, that was on like a Walking Dead fan site. So you know, obviously, grain of salt. Lots of grains, many grains of salt. But I saw a thing saying that there's rumors swirling that there's going to be a Rick Michonne spinoff instead of the movies. Again, giant rumor. Nothing to justify that with, but. When when you say like a spinoff uh, yeah, series almost, or I would that, or a spinoff to the movies, I mean I I would prefer it as far as me it's 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 uh, me call it, me knowing that they were bluffing the whole time or they just can't make it work like I'd be satisfied on that level like it, I yeah I want to see closure to all that just because they set up something clearly so like yeah I mean I I I mean that makes sense I guess because. It's like, okay, they originally talked about three movies, so it's like maybe it's like, okay, we're never going to get three movies done, so if we do a six-part TV show, then we can we can basically do... The only thing that annoys me is that they that. can blame the pandemic, when I'm like, you f***ing didn't have movies to begin with. Don't blame the pandemic on this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They could, yes, uh, uh, yes. Them and E3, yeah. they can blame the pandemic all they want. But again, that's entirely Not just so some much. random site that had like some thing on there. I don't know. So we'll we'll see. I mean, granted, there hasn't been any news on the movies, let alone what Rick and Mich- what uh, Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrero are up to. Uh, but yeah, we'll All see. Right. Well, that's, we did it. We, <laughs> we did it. Everything we did it. This. <laughs> All right. So real quick as we wrap up, Aaron, where can people find you on the Internet? I am found in many places. You, I host a podcast with my friend Abe. It's called Out and Out Here and Abe. We talk about the weekly movie releases. Um, and more. Uh, we do commentaries every month and all that stuff. It's a lot of fun. Uh, check it out anywhere you can find podcasts. I write about The Walking Dead uh, and Atlanta and movies over leaveentertainment.com. I write about Blu-rays at wisetoblue.com, and I'm on Variety occasionally sometimes, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Cool. Daryl? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at voice123, and uh, the website is taylornetworkpodcast.com. Chub Toad? You can find me on the socials at chubtoad01. How about you, Russ? Right here, hhwlod.com, and over at the Taylor Network of Podcasts on Gotham by Geeks. So um, definitely give that a listen over there. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We will be back next week with a busy week of a double premiere of Fear. Um, I didn't Mm -hmm. mean to rhyme that. And possibly... Dead in the water. Dead in the water. We'll see if it, if there's a lot going on with these two episodes of Fear, we may push it um, to the following week so we can you know not have a three-hour yeah. episode. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, that that's the plan for at least the next couple weeks. You, you think there'd be that long of a discussion around the hunt for Dead October? I don't know. I mean, we, don't don't forget how much time we spent to the 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 minute long episodes that were in between commercials yeah. of The Walking Dead. So. Yeah, but those were presented by Taco Bell, and that just made them much better. If anything, what we could do this is an off air discussion, but we could yeah. we could talk about one part next week and go from there and talk about all six parts over the course of six weeks. We could do that. 
That's I'd be fine with either one to be honest with you. I, I took notes that way, so like I have them divided out. I'll, I can, I'll, probably, I'll probably forget the finer details by week six, so maybe we should just talk about it. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'll, I'll the good news is if you if you only have to catch up on one part and watch it twice, it's only six minutes. So that's that's true. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm gonna rewatch the whole thing again since I quickly watched it right before we recorded tonight. Since I thought we were gonna talk about it, but. Yeah. I will take my notes in parts. So if we do decide to go that way, I'll be ready to go. So. Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure all this out. <laughs> that is this episode. By the time you listen to this next, you will know what we decided. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll be back next week for who knows what. Um, so until there's no more room in hell on the dead walk the earth. Heads or tails. Let my people go. <laughs>